We've also, we're going to explore why it's good to cry and why we should normalise crying. It's so good. I feel amazing after a cry. I mean, sometimes you have a little breakdown, uh, depending on, on what. Maybe you've had like 10 things on top of you. Sometimes you, you don't know why, but you feel like you really want to cry. Maybe it's the news of this year that's got to you. We are human and it, it you know we have emotions and we should express them. So when you do cry... I, I feel so much better afterwards because I sleep like a baby. And normally there's chocolate involved, so <laughs> um, crying is a, is a good release, but I do get embarrassed having people see me cry. So we're going to explore why that is. And also, if you haven't cried for a while, we'll find out why you haven't cried in a while as well. This is all to do with my conversation with psychologist Andrew Bridgewater, who is doing some free mental health sessions as well. So if you want to explore deeper into mental health and also why we cry, he is doing some free online guides. So it's it's really good to, to be able to talk to him. You're going to hear our conversation soon. It doesn't seem entirely normal to cry, does it? But I think, let's face it, we're in very unusual circumstances at the moment. And I think some of us are being challenged far beyond where we've been challenged before. We're probably going to be experiencing emotions or levels of emotion that we haven't experienced uh, for a long time or even before. So I think this, this still the whole thing about normalising, the boundaries are being stretched. What's normal anymore? So I, I don't think we, we need to worry too much about it being normal or not normal. It's going to happen. Mm. Why do we find it embarrassing, though? Is it a British thing? Because whenever I cry, I find it really embarrassing that person seeing me cry. Because in my in my mind, I'm like, they've seen me at my weakest and everyone must see me at my strongest, which is like an ego problem that I have. But why do we find it embarrassing? Well, well let's talk about the ego then, yeah, because that's all it is. When we're embarrassed, our ego has been bruised or, or touched in some way that we feel uncomfortable about. But actually, the ego is a made-up construct. It's, it's made up in our thinking. It's not a solid object. And um, what some person, some people would find embarrassing, others wouldn't. So you'll find that some people are quite ready and, and able to cry publicly. We see this, um, even with celebrities. Some aren't. And that's often a, a question of personality differences. But also, I think it's just a question of us being authentic sometimes and being able to let our vulnerable self show its um, show itself and when we do that we can more deeply connect with others so I'm, I'm not advocating that we turn into a, a nation of blubberers but I do <laughs> think that sometimes we have to let our emotions out it's not healthy to keep them in I know well, I think we definitely keep it in more than we kind of let it out and uh, well I must say whenever I, I cry I'm exhausted afterwards I have yes. to have a nap and I, I I want some chocolate I want everything that makes me feel better but I'm <laughs> genuinely exhausted so that's also yes. a reason why crying is is something that I understand people don't really like doing but it, yeah why yes. does it make us so tired well it's a release of energy isn't it if you think about it we're holding on to something which then is released mentally, energetically, physically, and, and that can be tiring. Um, it's a bit like a detox. You know, when, when you detox, when you have a, a massage, for example, sometimes you come out of there and you feel quite, quite lightheaded, you feel thirsty, and, and, and the body is detoxed. In the same way here, there's a bit of a mental and a physical detox goes on when we have a good cry for the right reasons. Mm. And so it is good for the mind and body to do it. And um, I, I understand the mind bit, but is there anything about the body that it affects? Yeah, I, th I think it's, it's, it's one of the ways that we can release stress um, in, in healthy ways. Let's face it, there are lots of unhealthy ways to deal with stress. 
Um, I don't think people need me to remind them of those. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but actually, letting go of strongly held emotions has got to be a good thing because if we're holding those in, they're causing problems to our blood pressure, they're causing uh, problems to our, our hormone levels, adrenaline, cortisol, the stress hormones that pump around the body that are designed to help us flee from a predator, but that's not particularly helpful um, if those are being released every couple of hours or so. We're actually meant to have those released every two weeks. So often people are finding themselves these days in, in a sort of permanent state of stress, and that feels really uncomfortable. But actually, stress is a warning sign. It's, it's, it's a sign to say there's something slightly off track. So when you feel those palpitations or those headaches or those dizzy feelings, that's, that's a, a sign to say, hold on a minute, go easy on yourself here. Don't be alarmed about it. Don't let it feed the stress response. Just go easy. I feel like the body is, you know, it doesn't, it's not really that complicated in telling you what it needs, but the mind is just like, no, no, the body's fine, the body's fine, the body's like, actually, I need some help here, you're stressed and we need to deal with it. Uh, so we're going to hear more from Andrew Bridgewater about crying and why there are moments where we wouldn't expect to cry, the silliest thing. Now, why haven't we normalised crying yet? In all of our years of living, why is it still a bit weird to cry? I mean, like, I mean, that's how I feel. I mean, some people can cry really easily and, and not feel... Um, anything afterwards but personally I feel a bit embarrassed because I'm just there like oh my gosh that person saw me when I was weak and then I don't want my makeup to run and I want to make sure that I can speak you know the ones with that the panicky cry where you're like, <sighs> like you're trying to breathe and, oh it's it's horrible but that's that's you know your human body going we've got so much emotion we've got so much stress on our hands we need to do some sort of release to to feel better so this is why we need to normalise crying. Andrew Bridgewater is a psychologist and also an author who can explain a bit more. So I asked him why we cry at the most silly things, moments where you wouldn't expect to cry, like when I cried at High School Musical. It's a release of emotion, isn't it? You're feeling a strong sense of emotion, and you can describe that better than I could when you, when you see your dog in that way. But... <laughs> It's, we're human beings. We're, we're emotional creatures, and I think we're not robots. And I think what's what's what we're finding at the moment is that the pressures we're under are revealing emotions and challenges that, as I say, many of us haven't dealt with or experienced either for a long time or ever. And we're getting into uncharted territory here, and we have to go easy. Just one point I'd like to make on, on this floor: that the mind and the body are inextricably linked. The one feeds the other. So when we get stressed through mental issues, that feeds the, the body through the stress hormones. The stress hormones in turn call us, cause us to feel more anxiety. And then, as I say, we get locked in this spiral. But when we really understand what's going on, when we understand that we are the source of our experience, it's not the government, it's not something out there, it's actually going on within us. And I say a lot more about that in the free course that I've got on my website, because I think people, people need to understand where their stress is coming from. And, and when you really get that on a deep level, it's, it's very releasing. And also, I have to ask, um, because I feel like there might be someone listening that's going, I just don't cry. I just don't really cry much. Um, is, yeah. is there something going... So, I mean, some people will say, is there something wrong with me? I can't cry. Like in the holiday. I don't know if you've seen the Christmas film, The Holiday. I where have. the act Oh, yeah, when Cameron Diaz is like, I haven't <laughs> yeah. cried since I was 15. There are some people yeah. out there who do that, and that's just the way they are. Yeah. Um, is well, that because of a low mm. moment in life? Is it because of just who we are and everyone's different? Why does that happen? 
Well, let me share my experience. I mean, I, I have talked about this publicly, so it's not, it's not new information. But 15 years ago, I ended up in a psychiatric hospital with very severe depression. And one of the consequences of that was I actually couldn't cry. I can remember thinking, I can't physically cry. And it probably was like that for two or three months. And then the time I began to realise I was getting better when I started to actually cry, it's a bit like the film you've been talking about. <laughs> now, everybody's different here. I, I don't want to label myself as, as typical, but I, I don't think we need to get too attached or too worried about shedding a tear. Um, I think it becomes an issue when we begin to operate like a bit of a victim and, and use tears as a, as a weapon or, or a way of getting our own way, and that's not what we're talking about here. I think we're just talking about using our emotions to release tension, to build stronger and closer relationships with other people and not to shut ourselves away, which is the risk that we're all facing at the moment. And you do sleep better after a good cry as well. I can vouch for that. Oh, well, why is that? Isn't that interesting? So what's going on there? There's definitely some sort of a release going on. It's quietening the mind and it's quietening the body. Um, perhaps we should prescribe that. Yeah, maybe we should. <laughs> Andrew, I understand you're doing mental health coaching at the moment online. Couldn't think of a better time to do this. How is it going? If people want to join, is there a way that they can yeah. do that? Well, there is, and I, I want to make this as accessible for people as possible. So I've created a free online course, um, seven, seven Steps to Natural Stress Relief, and people can find that at uh, www.thementalhealthcoach.net and uh, you can simply download and start using that straight away. Um, I do work with people in groups and as individuals too, but if you just want some more information and support, get onto that course straight away and you'll find a lot more information I've been able to share in this, in this short segment. And remember that is free as well. So thank you so much to Andrew Bridgewater, who is the psychologist who told us why it's good to cry. 